Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March the 14th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. First segment is entitled Drew Weatherford versus James Blackman. Um, these guys are very similar. Uh, Drew Weatherford probably had more talent around him than James Blackman. Um, definitely a better offensive line and definitely a better defense. And for whatever reason, during his tenure at Florida State, he couldn't put it together. Um, his senior year, he got benched for uh, uh, Christian Ponder, which was a great decision by Jimbo Fisher. And I got a segment on that later on this month. Um, but, they, I mean, they're not the worst quarterbacks to ever come through Florida State, but they're not the best. They're somewhere... I'm not even going to say in the middle. I think they're close to the worst. They're closer to the worst than they are to the best. Um, the Drew Weatherford era, from what I can remember, man, he was just mediocre. Um, let me pull up his stats, man. But I mean, I really don't need to pull it up. But just for argument's sake. He, he, I know in my, I know in my mind and my heart he sucked. <laughs> I remember watching the games, bro. Like, but just for argument's sake, I'm gonna pull his stats up if I can. I should have had this up already. Weatherford, there he is. Drew Weatherford. Five years at Florida State, man. Five years. I don't even see his passing stuff. When he started his redshirt freshman year, he had, I've been through his stats before. He sucks, man. And he got benched his redshirt senior year. So we already, I already did a little thing on him. So let's, let's go. Let's find JB, man. Still the. Internet's acting stupid, man. JB, JB. Black, black, black. James Blackman, he's been here for 
This will be his fourth year coming up. <clears throat> his best year was probably his freshman year, man. Two thousand seventeen he had nineteen touchdowns. Twenty two thirty. I mean and he red shirted in two thousand eighteen, but he played in a couple of games and um and he had an okay season last season, but I mean we didn't really do anything. But these guys are just eerily similar, dog. And um I just hope I just hope JB can can turn around these last two years, man, and do something with his career. And we'll see what happens. Um, moving on to the next segment. Does Jordan Travis really have a shot? He looked good in practice. Um, from what I seen on uh YouTube. I mean this offense he looks like <clears throat> this offense looks like a better fit for him. Um Definitely the most mobile quarterback on the roster. Hell, if he had a halfway decent arm, I would say he would be the starter without question. But but like I said, just from what I've seen in practice, it looks like he's throwing it a, with a little bit more uh, velocity. And that could just be my eyes deceiving me from watching a video. But, you know, they say that their offense, Norvell and – uh. I forget the offensive coordinator's name. They said that this offense can be tailor-made around any quarterback, pocket passer, or scrambler. So, um, I hope he gets a. I hope he gets a legit shot. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna look at Rotomaker and Purdy, and they're gonna, you know, give them every chance to try to win the job. So why not give Jordan Travis a legit shot? To uh, win the job And uh, I don't know man I just felt like we could have won A a few more games last year If we would have used Jordan Travis uh, Running ability Um, So we'll have to see what happens Um, We got this coronavirus thing Going on and Everything time and Everything is sports. Everything is pretty much at a standstill. So, um, I haven't heard anything or seen anything about them canceling the spring game. I hope they don't. Um, but we'll just have to see. Uh, and now I'm going to move on to that concludes that segment. I'm going to move on to the next segment. It is entitled why I hate LeBron James, the basketball player. Off the court, I love this guy. I love everything about him. The charity work, never really been in any trouble. Of uh, a excellent husband, father, from what I've seen on on TV, and that could just be a front. But from from all accounts, he's a great dad, great husband, and just a model for. Uh, you know, people to follow. But on the court, I don't like this dude. Because the guy is six nine. I'm I'm gonna say I could be wrong. I think he's two hundred and sixty something pounds. 
of just charming tissue paper. Like you're you're really you're really flopping at six nine two sixty. I, I just it just baffles the mind. Like he he is he is literally Carl Malone with with um Michael Jordan dribbling ability. That's that's who LeBron James is. Okay? Or you could say Carl Malone with Magic Johnson's dribbling ability is probably be more accurate. That's who he is. He's a combination of Magic Johnson and Carl Malone and he just won't take over games. I mean, look how big you are. Just back whoever's guarding you down in the post and just shoot over him. And it's just I'm a Miami Heat fan. I didn't like him when he was with the Miami Heat. I think he took some years off of Dwayne Wade's career. I really feel that way. Because Dwayne Wade was still in the prime of his career 10 years ago. I mean, what's Dwayne Wade's probably, what, 36, 37 now? He was like 27. Still in the prime of his career. And he took a back seat to LeBron James so he could flourish and you know get them over the championship get them back to the NBA finals and win the NBA finals but on the court I don't like this dude he I mean he he's a great player I'm not gonna take nothing away from him. he's one of the greatest players of all time okay I'm not, like I said, I always recognize talent. I'm not blind. But it's just something about him I don't like. And I really wasn't big on Michael Jordan or anybody else. So I'm not, or Kobe. Um, you know. I just I just don't like the guy on the court. So um, that concludes that segment. I'm going to move on to the next segment. Which is entitled Stanford Samuels Draft Stock. Uh, I think it's non-existent right now. I, I think he's gonna go undrafted. He ran like a four six six, and at the combine, and I'm pretty sure he didn't do anything on the uh, bench press. Um, let me see. Let me YouTube his uh his forty. They're not even going to show it. We got Cam Makers up here. Nope, they're not going to show it. Let's see if I can Google it. Google it. Four six five. I was close. I knew it was something crazy like that. It just. I mean, the forty is everything when you're a cornerback. I mean, it's everything. That's why your boy Tavares McFadden went undrafted. Just no explosion in his forty. Now he might, you know, what I'm saying he could be the next Richard Sherman. You know, if he get if it's a right fit for him or. If he can go out there in his pro day and run a 4-5, 4-4-9 or something like that, he could. You know what I'm saying? But 
I think it was just a bad decision for him to go pro in the first place because in all virtually all the games that you played with maybe the exception of Alabama State, he was cinnamon toast crunch, man. I mean, my lasting impression of Stan, Stanford Samuels III is the Miami game, you know, wide receiver running down the field, you throw your hands up. That's my lasting impression of you. Um, so I, I hope you have all the success in the world. I ain't wishing nothing bad on you. I want you to make it. I want you to represent Florida State and 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 and, and get, you know, our reputation back to where it was as far as cornerbacks in the NFL. But realistically, I don't think it's gonna happen. Not for you. Um but I hope it does. Don't get me wrong, I hope it does. So let me know what you think about Stanford Samuels uh the third draft stop. And the final segment for this episode is entitled Demarcus Walker Boom or Bus. Um this is going to be his fourth year in the NFL coming up. Um he was a great player at Florida State. Um <clears throat> He hasn't really done anything of significance in the league yet. I don't think he. Um, I don't think he went to the right team. He's a four-three defensive end, and they're trying to make him an outside linebacker. That's not his skill set, so it just wasn't a good fit from Jump Street. Um, this guy's only twenty-five years old. So I still think that if he could ever get with the right team that plays a 4-3, I think he could definitely be a player. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, six, six foot four, 280. Um, so I'm looking at his stats for... 32 tackles, six sacks, one fumble recovery. He hasn't really done anything in the league thus far in his career. So I just I think it's just a scheme fit at this point. Um, so let me know what you think about Demarcus Walker, man. Um, one of my favorite players at Florida State all time. Um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um. I want to thank everyone that listens to this uh, podcast on a daily basis. I appreciate your support. And as always, go Knowles.